Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today, December the 15th, 2013, and man, this is going to be a trip. Tonight, I'm going to hit a subject that uh, a lot of you out there are living. You may be living it up under the cover, and you may be living it in such a way that, um, you know, people uh, don't know that you are actually uh, subjecting them to a polyamorous relationship. Now, for those of you that are going, what in the hell is polyamory? Polyamory is the correct word. Uh, Many of you are familiar with the term polygamy. And polygamy, when you've seen shows like Sister Wives and what have you, is about someone making the decision rather than to be out there doing things on the low, and I'm not talking about the down low, so not that nastiness, but I'm talking about on where you don't disclose to someone else that, you know, I am dating other people. Yes, I have the person that I called a friend is a friend with benefits or that when you're traveling, you got your girl here and you got your girl there and you got your girl everywhere. You know, that is, uh, just putting it mildly, it's not a matter of it not being cool. It's just scandalous. It's, it's, not, it's not the right thing to do, and I'm going to tell you why. First, my, I'm going to claim my own trash. I'm an ex-ho. That's right, you know, ex-ho. And then before I went part-time and then finally just kind of realized that that is not the way to do things, bro, I was the type brother, and like many men, that have a little bit of status, a little bit of success, and look half decent or have a little bit of charisma. I, you know, women outnumber us. You guys outnumber us 20 to 1, and that's on a bad day. And I'm saying eligible women and eligible men that look like something. Now, we throw in the booger wolves and uh, scrub riding on the best friends on the other passenger side of the best friends ride and all of that. The numbers go up uh, just uh, exponentially. That goes from 20 to 1 to maybe 100 to 1, even 200 to 1. So I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that all men cheat. That's some bull crap. Uh, I don't cheat. So I know for a fact if all were to say all men, I would have to be in there. Now, did I used to cheat? I wouldn't even call it cheating. I was just selfish as, you know, as all get out. And being honest, I would tell women, you know, boo, I'm not trying to be committed. I just want to do what we do and have fun and, you know, let's just be in this moment. And if you can handle that, you know, cool if you can't, cool. But after I um, got a little bit of dust under my feet and, you know, a bit of a lifestyle change, I realized that I just didn't feel like trying to maintain 
that lifestyle. And I'm going to say this. First, before you guys write me a bunch of letters and say Dr. Lee, Dr. D has lost his damn mind tonight or whatever, no, I haven't. But I, this is a subject that I think we should talk about, and here's why. The primary reason is most people are not letting other folks know that they are making decisions not only about your physical health, because, I mean, that, you know, that story is overtold about you can catch the cooties from playing with too many booties. You know, that, that's been way overstated. But here's what is real, your mental health, your emotional health. Those things can really be jacked up when someone doesn't inform you that they've made a decision to have a polyamorous lifestyle. Now, going back to that word, Poly means many-sided, and, you know, a more is all about that love thing. So some of the questions that I want to confront tonight is, first, do you think it is even biologically natural and conceivable that human beings commit into a monogamous relationship? And if you do or don't believe that, I definitely want you to call us up and give me give some opinions or shoot some email messages and, you know, what have you. Second thing that I want to uh, address is, do you think most people are lying and being hypocritical and they're saying, well, you know what, I would never do that, and that is so nasty and that's wrong, but truth be told, some of you, are sleeping not only with the opposite sex, but people of the same sex, but you don't see that as cheating. You know, uh, i.e. rich dollars and your girl on love and hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Then the other, and this isn't by far the last uh, constituent of this conversation, but do you think it's um, sexist? When we say that, okay, it's normal for men to be soaring their wild oats, but what about women? Because I know for a fact women are more apt to have multiple relationships than men, and I'm going to tell you why, and this is a statistical fact. It is not fiction, ladies and gentlemen, and here's the fact. One, you outnumber us. So do the math. If men are in these ambiguous relationships, Unless they are in with an apparition or, you know, doing some one-handed reading, it has to be somebody else involved, and more than likely it is another woman. So if that's the case, there, especially in a lot of chocolate cities like Atlanta and D.C. and um, even Houston, Baltimore, Philly, even L.A., there is a shortage of heterosexual uh, men that are worth your time. So there is definitely some competition out there for women to get a man that is worth keeping. Now, if you just want to get you a brother, you know, that's a first and 15th type dude or you want somebody that's your phone buddy and all that, you can find that chump all day long. But I'm talking about a man that you want to keep that you want in your life, that is hard as heck for most women to find. And then let's go to uh, a deeper level. As people get older, the pickings get much slimmer. And here's why. Most men that are over 40 years old, if they haven't been married, the odds are that they really probably don't want to get married or they got some other junk going on. If that dude is over 45, those odds went from being slim to being multiplied almost 70%. And men that are over 
50 that are not married, that are successful, most of those men do not want to get into a long-term committed relationship, or if they do choose to get in a long-term committed relationship, they really don't want to tie down with, uh, with one person. And the reasons are, once a man gets hurt, he hurts way worse than a woman. Second thing is most men feel they have been punished for their past failed relationships, i.e. spousal support, alimony, child support. And then the other caveat is that men that are over that age do not want to share their assets. Uh, and many women, if we just keep it real, that uh, don't want their credit rating jacked up or they, want, they don't want to split it either. As a matter of fact, one of my friends that is a uh, – Ph.D. at a major HBCU made the comment to me. She said, you know, I love dating and I would like to have somebody serious, but when it comes down to taking it to that next level, I have assets, and I really am not feeling uh, exposing myself to potential liability, and I don't want to share my property. So with all of that said, this polyamorous thing is a discussion that we need to have. uh, Now, the, let me give you a little bit of information about my guest. This brother is a, a thought leader. He is definitely not some chump that doesn't have a voice in this thing. He is, um, if you've ever heard of the comedian Paul Mooney, he is his son, and he is a very successful businessman. He is uh, very well educated. He uh, is a professional entertainer. He has, he, even in the investment business, so this is a brother that, ladies, most of you would be very interested in if you met him. And for you country girls out there, he even got good hair. I had to say that, Judy. I know she's going, no, he didn't. Yeah, I had to say that. But the truth be told, this is a brother that can speak on this subject. And he can speak on it with a reasonable degree of intelligence because he is one that advocates polyamorous relationships. And with that said, I want to welcome to the show my man, Dwayne Moody. What's up, Dwayne? How are you? How are you, brother? Good to hear you, man. I love your opening, your opening statement. You know what? I I just got to jump straight into this. Uh, you know, people, I had people writing me notes and saying, uh, Dr. D, do you endorse this? Do you think threesomes are worse? Well, now, I'm going to be honest. Any of you that have heard me be interviewed, when I tell you I changed my life, I'm not going to lie. I, I was in a situation where there were three pillows on my bed. For you, those of you that are kind of slow, it was two honeys and a biscuit, and I was the biscuit. If you still ain't got it, I was having a threesome with your slow self. But I really was. I had these two beautiful women and a uh, situation most men would die to be in. And I got in this moment where I was like, you know what, I'm basically, you know, I'm just doing something because I can. And at the end of the day, I like both you ladies. You're both beautiful. You know, the, the the other part of my extremity is really feeling this moment. But, you know, the head with the ears on the outside of it wasn't really feeling it, and I just wanted something deeper. But what I want to ask you, Dwayne, is do you think it's even natural for human beings to be in monogamous relationships? Well, 
that's a question for the scientists. I don't know. Some people are monogamous, but some people are re- monogamous based out of religious uh, reasons, and some are not monogamous because that's just their natural nature. But in reality, we're going to have people who are monogamous, people who are not monogamous. So my answer to that is, is it natural? I don't know. But I do know, for me, polyamory works. And, you know, polyamory means more love. So Mm -hmm. as what you were talking about with the threesome, man, I've never done a threesome in my life, man. I've never made love to two women at the same time in my life. Never wanted to. Never was interested. So for me, having more than one relationship is really just spreading the love and developing long-term good relationships and getting past the cheating and the lying and the crap that most of us go through when you hurt people and you hurt yourself because anytime you lie, you're messing with your immune system, you're creating a negativity towards the person you're, you're, you're primary woman that you're dealing with because you're lying so you're creating a barrier with her so all of a sudden you know what's more enticing is the person that you're cheating on that's why they always say if you leave the wife and you get with the mistress the same thing's going to happen anyway because the mistress is going to turn into the wife because she's a woman too so I always say wherever you go there you are so if you're honest and truthful and open you're able to share love everyone's communicating and everybody's processing what a relationship is about. And for those of you who, you know, who are religious folk, you know, King Solomon had 600 wives, over 600 wives. And if you really think that they was just all waiting for him to have sex with, y'all must be out your mind. So, so in reality, uh, polyamory works for me. I've gotten stronger. I've gotten healthier. I'm more uh, energetic. Uh, my masculine energy is just off the charts. So I'm enjoying. So I'm actually reversing the aging process. But the concept of is being honest, uh, communicating, and developing relationships. And it's not even about quote unquote the sex. You know, I just want more than one woman that I can have sex with. It's building and 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 a tribal and community type thing, and really empowering women and women nurturing women to be the best that they can be. So I do it. I do it one woman at a time. Okay, I've got a. I guess three things that came to mind when you made those statements. One, this is definitely something that has a cultural component because I know in Eastern culture, it is not uncommon for men to have more than one woman if they can afford to give each woman the same lifestyle and, you know, attention and what have you. The other thing I know is that uh, contrary to what is a myth about it's just men, in many other cultures, especially some aboriginal cultures and some uh, cultures that you find in, in South America, it is acceptable for a woman to engage in relationships with more than one man because it would it just made sense. Now, so yeah, here's what called polyandry. It's called polyandry, and really, oh. polyamory is a combination of polygamy and polyandry. If you're going to go to the cultural sense of it, so you're absolutely right. Well, well. Before I say that, before some sister 
uh, calls me from the hood to my my name Paula Andrea. I ain't got but two baby daddies. That's that's not what we mean, people. Um, but but going into this conversation and on a real serious note, I in many ways um, I don't have an opinion one way or the other because I've I've done this and I've always been this dude that has the belief and I tell women now even if I'm dating a woman, bae. I'm not going to put a label on this. I'm not going to make a commitment to you because if I end up with you, I want it to be because I had the most in common with you, that you and I could create and build things together, that we could, were actually friends and I enjoyed your company. Uh, and, and this is really true in Hispanic and African-American cultures. We meet someone, have sex with them, and end up stuck with them because we really don't date. We just kind of like somebody, end up sleeping with them, and then uh, we do all this little stuff under the table and wind up with this person. And in many instances, it's just because we don't want someone else to have them. That's right. That's right. And, and also, as what you were just saying, with that, we want to control. We want to control people. My man bet not do this, or my woman bet not do this. What did you get with the person for in the first place? You can't control anybody. People are going to do what they want to do, even if they have to lie. And so what happens is a lot of women get mad at the lie more than what you did. You lied to me. You lied to me. And then the, the then the mistrust comes and the disrespect comes in, and then it just gets total madness. So we separate that by being honest, being truthful, and we practice a word called compersion, C-O-M-P-R-E-S-I-O-N. Compersion. It means I'm happy for you. You're in a good relationship. I'm, I'm happy for you. I, I don't have any problem with that. And do we deal with jealousies and things come up? I don't. But I'm not saying that women don't. I'm, I'm just, I was born with a twin. So I'm, I'm used to sharing. That's no problem with me. But it depends what your background is and what you're holding on to and what your belief system is. But we function on a very high level because we're intelligent. We're into personal development. It's about mirroring and, and, and reflecting on what am I bringing to the table? How am I being affected? How is it mirroring what I'm about? I'm feeling negativity, what negativity am I bringing into it, what's really going on with me. And polyamory is not for everybody, and it's just a new word that's been created that people have been doing since the beginning of time. I mean, when's the last time you heard old Uncle Willie had two families in the same neighborhood, but didn't, but the children didn't know, but the whole neighborhood knew? You see, the children didn't even know that was their brother and sister down the street, but the whole neighborhood knew because it was the best-kept secret or uh, uh, gossip that everybody knew about. But the uncle was vilified behind doing something that was done in Africa, was done in the motherland, was done in all parts of the world. But what happens with that system um, is not being honored or not being respected. we got to hide and be embarrassed and go through all those processes where it ends up destroying us. It literally ends up destroying us rather than being just, okay, this is one way to do things. So people can work together rather than the women fighting and arguing and battling 
instead of going through all that is sharing. And the whole and the whole thing is why I'm not a polygamist because I don't want to control any woman. You know, like you said, and plus a man has got to get in a position supposedly. And polygamy is like you said, you got to be able to afford more than one wife, put them each in the house or etc. Be able to take care of them. And how many brothers can do that in America? I mean, you, you see all the women that are working and going to college. I mean, something's got to give. So Plus, how many brothers can afford the Viagra? I mean, to be honest, exactly. what we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to take about a fifty second break, and I'm getting notes where uh, some women are making comments like, "This is how men feel." That's not how women feel. Well, we're going to take about a fifty second break, and when we come back, I'm going to have two ladies on this program to discuss this very subject. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and we'll be right back in about fifty seconds. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. And if you want to get in on this freakish conversation, no, I'm just kidding. If you guys want to call in and make a comment on this, call 646 478 5610. That's 646 478 5610. Now, here's what the subject is in case you are just now joining us and you're going, What in the hell? I'm talking about human behavior at, at, at a level that involves transparency and authenticity because many of you right now are in a polyamorous relationship the deal is your ass doesn't know it and in other words you know uh to borrow an old line out of a blues song you know what you mean your husband's cheating on us you know what i'm saying so this is really true and right now i have melissa and billy in the studio and I want to first say, ladies, thank you for joining my show because I did not want this to appear to be sexist. So how are you ladies doing tonight? Hi there. Wonderful. Thank you for having us on. Okay. Who am I talking to, Melissa or Billy? This is Melissa speaking. And this is Billy. Okay. What's up, Billy? I'm going to start by asking you questions individually. Melissa, uh, one of the things that was asked of me is I feel like I just had a 15-year flashback because this is really taking me back. Melissa, what d- happened when you have a man tell you, you know what, I want to do me, and that involves me seeing other women, and, you know, it's cool if you do the same thing, but when we get together, we get together. What what was your response to that, and how did it go down? Well, that may be a better question for Billy, because, and the only reason why I say that is because I personally 
have never been in a monogamous relationship. So I have never had a man tell me that he wants to see other women. Um, I've come into relationships where um, I will start seeing a man and he already has other women, um, but but as far as having to deal with um, a man coming to me and say, hey, listen, this is the deal. I want to um, see other women. This is this is who I am and this is, you know, how I'm going to live in my truth. Um, um, but beside that, I mean, I'm I'm accepting, I'm open of that because I understand that that is, I understand that it's natural. Well, wait, go back, Melissa. I got to ask you this now. You said that you have never been in a monogamous relationship. So my, you know, I'm going to ask you two questions. Girlfriend, don't get mad at me because I am cold and I'm going to keep it real. Are you just a freak? Are you just like swinging? Are you just like open relationships? All well, of the above. No, 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 not all of the above. Um, everybody has a little bit of freak in them, so, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to deny that. But, um, no, I just have never processed in that way. That just has never been my reality. As a matter of fact, when I was younger and my my first relationship that was, quote, unquote, a monogamous relationship, I cheated. I mm-hmm. cheated. So I just, it just has never... Holly has always come natural for me. So would you say that in, in all of sincerity, it's just um, in your belief system or in your genes that um, it's just not a natural fit for you to limit yourself to one man? Um, I, I, I would have to say yes. I would have my answer to that is yes because that's how I've been naturally even before I knew there was a thing called polyamory. When I learned of polyamory, it just helped me put the pieces of the puzzle together. What I have already been doing, it just made it make sense. Mhm. Now, let me ask um, this question then. Are you uh, have you ever lived an alternative lifestyle like swinging? And for you guys that want to know, no, I ain't talking about no damn swing, and I'm not talking about the dance. But I mean the lifestyle where you uh, willfully go out and let's say go to a club, go to parties, uh, kick it with a group of people where it's just, you know what? If you want to, if you want to play with mine, you can because I'm going to play with yours. <laughs> No, no, certainly not. Um, you know, with polyamory, it's it's not about, as Dwayne mentioned before, it's not just about the sex. It's about building and it's about connection. And who can you, as you stated, who can you actually get along with naturally without putting a name on it, without putting a title on it, without putting pressure? Mm-hmm. So, no, certainly not. It's not about, you know, linking up and, and you know, having these, uh, freak parties and, 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 and whatnot. No. Okay, I got to Billy, now it's your turn. You, uh, Melissa made a comment. She said, well, I have never been in a monogamous relationship. So, Billy, I'm going to assume with her making that statement that you have. Yes, I have. Okay. 
okay, so when you were in your monogamous relationship and this situation pops up, was it introduced to you as like, you know what, baby, I really like you, but I want you to know that, you know, I might, uh, I have other people I like too, and I don't want you to be pissed off when they get in the mix, or was it like you um, just found out one day that, okay, who in the hell is that? I mean, what happened? Uh, um, a mix of uh, those things, I suppose. Well, let me take it back. You asked me if I've ever been in a monogamous relationship. Well, you know what? Yes, actually, once in my life, and I was bored to death. And, you know, I've been married three times, and each of my husbands, except for the second one who was really good to me, and he never cheated, the one that I was really bored with, all, each of my husbands and all the boyfriends prior to that and after that and during that all had affairs with other women. And so um, you asked the question, you started the show off with the question, is poly or is monogamy natural or is polyamory natural? I don't know which, which way it was. But I would say if natural is considered something that isn't manipulated, it happens, it occurs without manipulation, I would say that people having sex or, or being interested in other people and or a multiple of people is very natural. That's very natural. So my answer to that question will be yes, it's very natural. And then um, uh, for my husband, um, it's really natural, too, for him. He's, you know, a 55-year-old man. He's got a lot of wisdom. We are married. I'm Dwayne's wife. He and I are married. He's got a lot of wisdom. I'm just one woman, and we've been on this journey together for about 13 years. So I know just about everything he knows. He knows everything I know. Together, uh, we can't really uh, – We there's so much growing we can do together. We will always grow. But imagine what we can be to the world if we open up our relationship. And so my husband now, who is 55 years old, he's able to be um, pivotal in the lives of, of other women, not just me. You know, he has Melissa in his life. Melissa's 29. She's an impressionable young woman who, you know, didn't really know anything about polyamory before she got into it, although she's very, she has a lot of sex appeal, a lot she's approached by a a lot of men, so she has a lot of options. It's very difficult for someone, just like it's difficult for men who have a lot of options to just be a masculine man, to just be with one woman. It's very difficult for a woman who also has a lot of options, you know, why does she have to, you know? And so she felt, in this society, she felt really... Um, she felt bad about her natural inclination. You know, she's a sexy woman, and people are interested in her. And she was made to feel bad about having this kind of sex appeal and moving forward on it. And then she met my husband, who, you know, helped her not only in polyamory, but to, who accepted her. You know, hey, you know, I guess my husband figured, you know, I'm I'm attracted to I'm attracted to feminine women with sex appeal. That's what I'm attracted to. So why am I bullshitting, playing the game of I got to be with this uh, a nice um, schoolgirl type or a virginal type woman when I really want these real sexy women. You know, so my husband, he figured that out for himself. Why do I need to play this game? Why do I have to, 
you know, conform because society tells me I've got to have I, this is what I should. So he figured it out for himself and said, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to be with sexy women, and these women have options. And so he figured that okay, I'm going to accept them. I want women to accept me. You know, my husband is very masculine. He is he's very attractive. As you as you mentioned in the opening of the show, he's got a lot of options because of all of his you know appeal. He's got a lot of appeal, and so he wants women to accept him. I think it occurred to him, why can't why can't if I want this, why can't I accept why can't I accept it in a woman because this is what I want. And so when he figured that out for himself, he was able to come to a Melissa type and other young women and say, you know what, I I, I enjoy you. I left, I have I'm married. I have a woman. My wife is open, and I'll get I'll get to that really quickly. You wanted to know how did I feel when that happened, but then I'll let me finish this um, thought. My my wife is open. I I'm into you. I want a real relationship with you. Melissa never had that. She was accustomed to because she's a sexy woman. She lives in a society that can uh, that condemns women who are like that. You know, she's accustomed to just seeing the other women. Women want her, but they don't want to treat her like a real woman. They want a dog, or, you know, they want to, you know, make her the side piece or the side chick. And so she met my husband. It was a whole just she got to be a real woman. You know, she got to, you know, I'm married, but look, I, I'm I'm a real I'm a real. I was gonna say nigger, but let me kill. <laughs> I'm I'm real, and I wanna I wanna I wanna heal you. I know you haven't, you know. And he came to her that way, and Melissa fell in love. She never had that. You know, she was used to being the other woman, but this time she got to be a real woman. She got to be really considered. She got to be a part of it. She is a part of his life. You know, she got to be. She have a real consideration in a man's life who loves her. And then on my end, you know, my husband came to me with the, this is something that, like I said, it's never really been monogamous because, yeah, we've been married, but like I said, he's a, a man with options and he's very masculine. He's virile. He's, he's got energy. He's naturally, his natural inclination is to, you know, be attracted to women and go after him. It's a real natural, and he's a, a real natural instinct for him. And so, and he's an entertainer. And so he has the options. Women are always around him. And so, the, like I said, the, the relationship had never really been. And the, initially, though, there was he wasn't honest because he didn't. He wanted to protect me. He didn't want to hurt me. You know, he wanted to be himself, and he couldn't. You know, there were times where he tried not to. You know. Um, to move on his natural instinct to be with other women, but it was hard. He would always end up, you know, and so when he came to me, I mean, you know, it was actually in the very, when he came to me with this, and we talked about it, it's something we actually studied together. I mean, conceptually, conceptually, I understood it. Like, you know, I understand this. It's, I, you know, I, too, have a lot of sex appeal. I, I am, I've, I've, all my life, I've, you know, had a lot of options with men. You know, somebody mentioned earlier on in the call that, you know, there are how many men or women to a man. Well, I just haven't experienced it like that. I could have 20 callers at once. I'm just one woman, and I got 20 men buying from me. And so, you know, I've got that energy. I have, uh, I've always had the options. And so when my husband said that, I understood it because I myself had never actually really been faithful to a man. 
even that man, that one man, the boring one in the middle of the two husbands that was faithful to me, I myself always had options and I always ended up, you know, having affairs with other men. So when my husband came to me with it, you know, I understood it. But then there's the other side because we are brought up in this culture where we're taught that, you know, these things are wrong. And so we, we grow emotions that are associated with these belief systems. And so, yes, I did have to go through some emotional um, unlearning. And I, and I, you know, the truth is I still do because I'm still in the culture. And I'm, it's a battle that I, 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 I am more congruent with my with my idea now than ever, my idea that this is a very natural thing. I want to give my husband unconditional love. I don't want to leave my husband for the same thing. He's doing the same thing that I've always done. I don't want to leave my husband because men, women love him and he loves women. He's able to give me what I need. He's still here for me. I can't be with this man sexually 24 hours a day. He has an appetite. You know, I'm away doing whatever I have to do in the world. He's still able to be a husband for me. And then, and also contribute in the lives of other women. Greatly contribute in the lives of other women. So this is very natural. It's, uh, it's my, my husband said it's community building. It's, I don't, I mean, it's, it, you know, we are, um, we are not. Uh, here's another thing: when you are in or you are pretending to be in a monogamous relationship and you are lying to your partner, and even if you are not moving on your inclination to the other people, you are blocking, you're holding off these feelings, and you're angry with your, you, you know, you maybe become resentful, maybe at times you just really want some variety, you want something else, you got people in your life that are interesting. When you stop yourself from moving, your body naturally wants to move in a way. I, I trust the universe. Part of trusting the universe is trusting what naturally happens to me. And so if you naturally want to involve yourself with other people, you got a whole world of people. You're going to cut yourself off just because of society is teaching you. You should just be with that one woman, but nothing in your mind, you, you, it is not natural for you because you desire to be with other people. You block energy. You're blocking energy. You're blocking things from happening to you. You're blocking, you're blocking growth because you grow with other people. There's only so much you can grow with one person. There's only so many. You get to know this person. Nothing, you, nothing is new anymore. You know everything about that person, it isn't that, you know, when you deal with a, multi, a multiple of people, life is really interesting. It's fascinating because you have all these stories. You have all these people in there, and you, you, there's so much. There's so much when you don't... Uh, when you are blocking that off, you are blocking off energy from yourself. You are blocking off a good life. You are blocking off spiritual growth. You are blocking off happiness. And this is the energy that you can actually feel. You can feel the energy. When my husband and I open up this relationship, yeah, we go through our, through our things. I'm a woman. I can be emotional and all that. But when my husband and I open up this relationship, I felt like we were on, a, on an island. I mean, even the energy, the, 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 the atmosphere, the energy, or the, around, the environment around me, it felt like the, the air even was fresher. It, it, we are open. The energy was no longer blocked. My husband didn't feel like he was blocked in the corner. He couldn't be himself. He has changed. He has more vibrato. He is he is younger. He's dealing with younger women, so he is younger. He's more fascinated. <laughs> Let me ask you a question real quick, all right? Now, we all know cocaine is a hell of a drug. No, I'm just messing with you. Here's what I want to ask you. Here's what I want to ask you. Um, when we do things like this, 
there's a couple of things I heard. Now, I'm going to go Dr. Young for a second. I know two things. One is the, as much passion as you're putting in this conversation right now. I heard you make a statement where you said sometimes you still struggle with this. Now, is the part of the struggle where you get a conflict between what society says is, uh, is traditional versus you operating in your own belief system? And that's a yes or no question because I have another question for you. Do you get sometimes conflicted between your desires and what's socially normal, whatever normal may be? Mm, no. It, with, because of the way you posed that question, I would have to say no. If you want okay. me to say yes or no. Okay. Now I'm going to uh, ask another question. Do you think that re- open, uh, being in an open relationship, because let's face it, you got a handsome dude, light skin with good hair, with money, that's angry. No, I'm and being. Green I'm being, eyes. Yeah, in green, green eyes. eyes right. red so, hair. Thank you. So you got uh, you you got you got uh, what some women would call a Terrence Howard, Terrence Howard prototype, except with a little bit more experience and a little bit more swag. You know, so you got the OG that's got not only the looks but the charisma. He's got the money. He's got the right last name, and not only that, he is a brilliant man. So, do you think? Part of this uh, phenomenon is the fact that there's so few men like him. And I'm just going to be honest because, you know, doggone well, half of the words he gave earlier, some people couldn't even look that stuff up in the dictionary because they couldn't spell it. You know what I mean? Just being honest. And that's charisma. I mean, let's just keep it real. And Because I know when I look back at my life, and I look at, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm 52, but I'm still fine. You know, I know for a fact that I have uh, the ability to still attract women, to still get that attention. However, I just, because of my brand being a national brand and because I'm an ex-ho, I am not willing to burn a brand that's taken me years to build because I get somebody on Facebook or on some social media site, uh, you know, Swiss cheese and me would like Bonnie and Clyde on my reputation. So do you think what you are doing is you're saying, you know what, I cannot find a dude like this, and before I settle for less, I will tolerate this? Tolerate, I won't use that word tolerate because it's not a toleration at all. I try to to say that the world has opened up for us, you know, like the energy around us is open. We are no longer blocked. It is flowing. And when I mention emotions, you know, emotions are, yeah, the emotions are tied with conditioning. And that's just stuff like, you know, you got to shed off, you shed off, um, learning that's in your body. I mean, uh, habits, w- the way you think control, creates emotions or creates, uh, it becomes habit. And those things are physical. You actually have to break away from cycles. It's like a habit of smoking or a habit of eating certain poor foods for you. There are things that come up 
that you have to break away from. But to answer your question about am I gonna, am I gonna, I can't find a, a brother like my husband. You are absolutely right on that part. It'll be, it'll be. Um, well, you know what? I won't say that completely because here's what I believe. Because you said something before about people not being able to find. It's real hard to find a man and 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 you know a good man. I think that what I know is that you attract based on who you are. It's like uh, my, my my sister, Melissa, was able to attract my husband because of who she is. You hear how she speaks? You hear the intellect in her? She's not a silly little girl. She was able to attract my husband because of who she is. I, too, was able to attract my husband because of who. And all of my men, my father was a, was a, was a leader. All of my men have been leaders. I attract that because of who I am. And so... No, I don't think that I don't think that I think that I am fortunate that I was able to travel this road and bump into this particular man because I like his style. I really do. I mean, he touches me on so many levels. We eat the same thing. We have the same spirituality. He's fine as hell to me. Hell yeah, he has those pretty eyes, that red hair. Did I mention that red hair? And <laughs> you know, he's a yeah, he's a good looking brother. He's a good looking brother, and I'm into that. I'm fortunate, but I'm not. I wouldn't sit here and talk you that I think that I can't I wouldn't be able to um, I wouldn't be able to find something as no I don't believe that for a minute and I'm very fortunate however that I do have my husband and he is with me and he will be with me for the rest of my life and okay let me let me let me slow this down just a little bit because I want to ask Melissa a question now Melissa I know back in 2010 light skin came back in right and when we we started getting these brothers, I mean, well, I'm just you know it's a fad. Society goes through fads. Um, you are on the outside of this situation, and in a sense, not. I mean, I'm, I know based on the description of polyamory, you're not on the outside. But I'm saying, in the views of most people, it would be like, okay, what's happened is here's a woman that's willing to share her husband with you, do you feel that a lot of that has to do with the fact that um, it's it's just a fair, it, it's, it's open season, and it just so happens that this brother is charismatic, handsome, got the money, got the name, articulate, all of this stuff going for him, and it's just on your end is I don't want to keep him anyway, but the fact that I can play with him when I want to is very attractive. <laughs> no, I don't look at at it that way. Um I certainly don't look at it that way. I when I made the decision, when I made the conscious decision to uh be a part of this thing and do it the right way, it was because there was a real undeniable connection with Dwayne and I. It wasn't um, because I was looking for a weekend lover or, you know, I, I mean, I had all that. You know, I wasn't <clears throat> I wasn't looking for um, just, you know, a thrill. Um, so, no, certainly it wasn't like open season. I, there was a connection there for okay, me that up. was authentic and real. Okay. You, you made a comment where you said, I was going to do this the right way. What is the right way? The right way is to be, uh, number one, 
to be genuine in your intentions and to be open and honest and to be genuine. You know, you, you can't be fake in this thing. You can't, you can't be uh, one foot in and one foot out. You just, you won't last. You won't hang. You know, you got to okay. come with true authenticity. All right. Now, well, I'm going to ask both you ladies a question, and then I'm going to go back and ask Dwayne a question. But I know for a fact uh, I'm, the comments that I'm getting on the back end are, you know, women are really curious about this subject. And some of the comments are favorable, some of them are interesting, some of them are just damn weird, and some of them are freaky. <laughs> so I'm going to ask uh, first, uh, the first question is, are either of you ladies uh, sleeping with other men? Yes, I have other intimate relationships. Okay, that's Melissa, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Billy, are you sleeping with other men? Yes, I have other intimate relationships. Okay, now I, that this question goes out to my dude because I got to ask him, and you know, I, I almost there's a part of me that is so silly that is an amateur comedian where I want to start playing soundtracks like it's hard out here for a pimp, but I know this is a serious <laughs> subject. So I know I, I want to I do I mean I want to ask this question because it's a serious question and being honest I'd be a hypocrite because back in the day man I, I had a lifestyle very similar to that and it's just I've changed how I see life but I want to ask Dwayne Dwayne is it um, hard for you to not and and especially being an alpha male and I'm not talking about the fraternity I mean just a dominating <laughs> strong man a leader. Is it hard for you to embrace your woman or the ladies that you're dating if you know for a fact they've been gone for a day to and somebody else tapped it? Man, I'm so like, please leave. Uh, my point is this, look, as long as they're happy, you have to understand that I come from uh, a world of the entertainment world uh, like I said, I have a twin brother, so I believe in twinning. Anything I can do, you can do. Toward mm-hmm. um, in a relationship, and I am alpha, but I've got a little beta in me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I understand that the women that I choose in my life is actually the woman that's inside of me. So if I would, wow, I would want to be able to do what the hell I want to do. I would want total freedom as a man. So women are four types. See, what happens is this is what, and, and people say, why do you do that? Because I have, I, this is not no hippie thing. Like I said, we were doing it way back. This is more tribal. You know, what I want them to do is be with good men. In fact, Melissa's, one of her boyfriends, that I was over her house, and he called, and I got on the phone to help him process through something he was going through with his primary woman, okay, showing him how to be a man and how to step up and not lie and, and, and don't feel bad about himself and step up and what to do. So not only was I dealing with Melissa, but I was dealing with a man. And, and, and actually, we picked up his son one day, and I was giving his son some information on what he needs to go to go into school and take advantage of certain situations. So this community and his networking and his building, 
So I don't have a problem with that. Most men do, you know, that, that whole thing, do what I do, don't, don't do what I do, do what I say. We do it to our children and we do it to our mates. And this is 2013. We know that women, could, they can have many orgasms anyway, so why would I even deny them their, their lustful or passionate selves? Because what happens is once they open up to their passion, they become more progressive, they become more successful, they manifest their reality, and I want them to be independent but interdependent. I just don't want them interdependent on me. I want them to be independent and interdependent. And that's a whole new philosophy that I'm creating, which is actually ancient future now because you have the great, great queens and kings of Africa. You don't think that these queens had their own harems? All we hear is about the male harem. The women did it too, especially the warrior queens. And this is 2013. Most black women in America are warrior queens. They got to fend for themselves. They got to pay rent. They got to go to work. They got to raise the children by themselves. And I'm going to deny her what she wants in her life, rather if she's monogamous or uh, 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 polyamorous. It's up to her. But me personally, I do not want to deal with a lot of women when they're just looking at me to take care of all their sexual needs or any other male energy. What if they just want to go out on a date? What if they just want to talk to somebody on the phone and I'm not available? Please do. Don't don't hold yourself back because when you come to me, I want a smiling face. I want your energy flowing. I want your sex appeal moving. Even when you look at uh, monogamous relationships or uh, polygamous relationships, as you notice, have you seen Sister Wives, how bad the women look? All the women look like each other but a younger version, all fat and look unhappy, and the men look all good, and they're just looking at him. Compared to when you look at the polyamory show on television, on Showtime, everybody looks good, everybody looks healthy, because everybody's satisfied. Everybody's doing what they want to do. What I'm thinking, and and here's the first thing I'm picking up, and I'm going to say this is uh, looking at it from the standpoint of a cultural anthropologist, which I am not, uh, but I, I will say that what I'm hearing is I don't want to use the term have your cake and eat it too, but what I'm hearing is that this is basically people saying, you know what, I really like you, but I want to do me. And, you know, you're going to be my number one. And anything outside of that, I'm going to respect you enough to not lie to you about it. And however, I'm not, likewise, I'm not going to throw it in your face but I really want to do me, and if you want to do you, but we can keep each other number one, you know, that that's a big deal. Now, now here, uh, here's some stuff like Facebook people have asked about, and, and, you know, the going against the Bible, because, you know, like I'm in Texas, so I'm in the South, and there's this big, uh, I call it this big hypocrite thing going on, because half the folks in the church are doing way worse stuff than the folks that don't even go to church. But the reality is, well, I'm just going to be honest about it. Everybody else doesn't want to say it, but, you know, uh, the preachers of L.A., uh, not everybody not everybody is out here pimping with somebody on the corner. It's a lot of people up here pimping, and all they're doing is they they sitting on the front pew. But here's, here's my question. When it comes down to the judgment of sharing honesty with someone, 
and risking them walking away. Do you think people stay because they just they don't want to look like they couldn't handle the heat, or do you think they stay because they feel like, well, you know, I'm doing it, you doing it, nobody else is going to put up with this, so, you know, why should I leave? Because at least after I get through doing what I'm doing, I know this person will still be here. Do you think they stay out of uh, the fact that they know no one else is going to tolerate it? You talking to me? Who are you? Who yeah, are you? yeah, I'm talking I, to I you. Oh, Can I well, say something? Is... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. I think that uh, in our situation, we stay because, you know, as my husband said earlier, it's not really about, it's not just about the sex. Sex is a part of it. But we are very spiritual um, individuals, and we believe in growing, spiritual growth. And so, you know, those emotions that I mentioned earlier, you know, and I'll name some of them, like jealousy, fear, insecurity, in a polyamorous relationship, you don't get to look at your partner and say, well, you know, I have this jealousy and I have this insecurity and this fear. Please help me. Don't do these things because you're going to set these triggers off in me. You know, you get to you get to work on them yourself and you get to, because people say those um, emotions are healthy are normal, you know, and I would say that they, if they are normal, they are normal in this society because we've been conditioned to have them, and they are not healthy, and when you, we, so in this type of relationship, we get a chance to work through those, and, and earlier you said, you know, I, I got my primary person, and I won't throw, you know, we love each other, and I'm going to do, I'm going to do me, and I won't throw this person in your face, it's not like that at all, it's community, Melissa is all up in my face, Melissa's into my house. Melissa is a real person. This is a real relationship. It is in my face. It's not supposed to be hidden. And any uh, any emotional shit or emotional stuff that I had that I built because of the society, because of what I was taught in the society, I've had to get rid of it. And it's not healthy. And I'm learning a new way. I'm learning new emotions. I'm learning. My husband mentioned the word compersion. You know, I'm learning a new way to be, and so I'm healing. I'm healing in this paradigm, and so it's not about saying, oh, because I can't find anybody else. Did you know there's a growing population of polyamorous people? This is not going anywhere, people. This is not going anywhere. And I wanted to say that these women are so fine and so sexy and so feminine that men follow them, okay, trying to get next to them. I call it like, you know, uh, a true love where the, the main character is the fairy and she's got part fairy and then vampires just got to have that fairy and go crazy off of them when they just smell them or just get around them. That's how they are. So the reality is of uh, the question that you ask, they're not going to leave. And if they did leave, you know, in reality, it's time for them to go. They've got something better. My now, I just got a comment. At time. Someone just sent a, a backdoor comment, and they saying, what is the difference between this and pimping? Uh, well, I do, I do call it conscious pimping. Call it con- and, and pimp means, for me, positive individual manifesting prosperity. So that's pimp. And ho is heaven on earth. So. Have them deal with that. Yeah. Marinate on that. <laughs> Man, you know what? 
You can tell your ass is from L.A. You've been hanging with Chipper and T. Uh, that was, that, man, you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That that was good. Oh man. Okay. That's from uh, Oakland, brother. Actually, that's Swag is from Oakland. He's from Oakland, California. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, so y'all took the game up north and got some of that Bay Area mist in it. Okay. <laughs> my my big thing here, and, and I, because I I want to take this show probably just a little bit a little over its time today, if I may. But the thing that is so interesting to me is is basically threefold. Number one, um, I think people have to ask the question: which is worse, being a hypocrite and playing like you're in a monogamous relationship, or? being polyamorous and just being true to who you really are and not living a lie. Because at the end of the day, the thing that's going to, uh, and the religious context that, that God is going to look at is, you know, one of the things he hates is a liar. You know, it, I didn't read where it, and I'm not, and please, don't you crazy folk out there say, ooh, Dr. D said it's cool to be a freak and do this. No, I didn't. I said, but, but what I am saying is uh, the truth is always a good starting point for any relationship and a damn good ending point, and it should be the middle two. So, you know, but you guys, everybody does what they want to do. Second thing that I will say about this is these women are not being manipulated. They're grown women, and they're making the decision that, you know, I would rather have a dude be honest with me and tell me the truth about, you know, I'm getting in where I fit in rather than to put some doo-doo in the game and sit there and lie and deceive people. Now, my question is this. When you have to go and someone starts saying things to you, like you guys are a married couple, and do you ever, uh, you said like um, Melissa has been over to your crib and all of that. Have you ever taken things to the point where it's kind of like, okay, you know, boo, you're looking good in that dress. I'm really feeling you. And, you know, come here, girl. And and when that happened, Billy, how would you feel? Well, you know, like I said, there are things conditioning. You got to, you know, this is a change. You have, I'm growing. I have an opportunity to see my husband with another woman and, and, and have love for it, you know, and watch the love develop. And so my husband, we go out, you know, and my husband will have me on one arm and her on the other. And it's a wonderful thing. The energy, I tell you, it feels like we're on an island, you know, because it's honest. It's real. And so, I, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not this type of wife who is now, not anymore, where I have to sit around wondering what the hell my husband is doing and what it looks like. I get to see it, ladies and gentlemen. I get to see it. So I don't have to wonder, you know, women are like, what did you do? How did you do it? Where did you go? What did you do? I already know. Melissa and I are sisters, you know. If I want to know, I could call her, I could ask him, or I'm going to see it myself, you know. So this is real. This is real. All the other stuff is the phony baloney. You know, this is real. It's honest. It's honest. It is no different from what's going on in the rest of the population, except that it is honest. It is honest. Well, I've got to make this comment, and and, uh, before we wrap this show up, to be quite frank, this is actually in many cultures very normal. Uh, In Western culture and an Anglo-centric culture, 
it is uh, considered to be taboo, but if we be honest about it, there are a lot of people doing exactly what you guys are doing. The only difference is they're lying about it or they're concealing it. And then when it uh, when it hits the fan, all of a sudden here come the hot grits and the catfish grease getting thrown in somebody's face bed or somebody to bust the window out of somebody's car. When, in fact, um, I think the one uh, value of this, and, again, people, I am not condoning nor am I condemning this, but what I am going to condone is the truth in it. And I am going to condone, I mean, condone the fact that uh, if you are going to get in a relationship with someone, why don't you just be truthful and say, you know what, to be honest, I really like women or I really like men and, you know, I'm feeling you, boo, but be honest, you know, don't let the smooth taste fool you because I'm feeling her too or I'm feeling him too. So with that said, before we get out of here, if someone wanted to engage you on this uh, subject and they wanted to find out more about this subject, um, tell me how could they go about getting in contact with you or if they just wanted to educate themselves by speaking with you, uh, how would how would you uh, suggest that they get up with you, Dwayne? Well, I would have them uh, get in touch with me, and please get in touch with me because don't bother my women. Don't be trying to hit on <laughs> my women. So, Dwayne Mooney, MooneySuccess at Yahoo.com. All they have to do is uh, email me at MooneySuccess at Yahoo.com. They can Facebook me at Dwayne Mooney, D-W-A-Y-N-E, Mooney, M-O-O-N-E-Y. And I do have a uh, uh, DVD or CD on this. And what is it called, uh, Billy? Uh, Why don't you just send it to people? Uh, um, it's a uh, CD, MP3, MP3, MP3. On, on my polyamory life. So you can learn you about it, educate about it. You also have you also have a blog. Is what's your blog address on polyamory, yes. babe? Yes, I can't even remember. I haven't done it in so long. Yeah, and so in the meantime, he's got Mooney Twins Live. If you want to contact him, all that information, if you aren't able to find it and you want to contact him, MooneyTwinsLive.com or TheMooneyTwinsLive.com. You'll find his phone number. It's connected to his Facebook, his body of work, and all of that, and you can contact him. And pretty soon there will be uh, plenty of information. He has a blog going. Melissa has a blog going. Um, I have a blog going, and, you know, it's going to be just contact him that way. And, Melissa, where is your blog going, and how can people get up with you? Sure. It's at lovemorepoly.tumblr.com. Okay, and sounds great. lovemorepoly.tumblr.com. Wow. Well, first I want to thank the three of you, uh, Billy, Melissa, uh, I definitely want to thank the two of you for coming on because I know uh, it's it's typically a lot easier for a man like Dwayne to say his piece and, and and stand the ground, but to let this thing have balance and for it to not seem like some male-centric uh, BS, but to have this really be a serious subject, I could not have done this show without your, both your contribution. 
Dwayne, man, it's uh, always a pleasure having you guys on, and I have never talked to you and didn't hang up or uh, uh, go off there going, what the hell, that Negro's off the chain. But in this case, uh, all I can say is this, man, to be really honest, I am torn in so many ways about this program because there's a part of me that, you know, back in the day, you know, I, I used to be the same dude. I mean, just being really honest, I wasn't trying to, you know, play games. I wasn't trying to, you know, uh, be macking and doing whatever. But I just was like, I like women. And I and, and if they were fine and intelligent and had something going for them, they, I really liked women. And now I think, you know, maybe uh, I've just reached a season in my life where, you know, it's a pain in the butt uh, sometimes to just try to maintain one woman, let alone two or three. But the thing I am going to say is to each his own. And ladies and gentlemen, America, the Virgin Islands, the Caribbean, Australia, Canada, you make the decision. Do you think that this is just us going against what is natural, or do you think that it's just a you know just a fad, or do you think that this is nature? Whatever you think. Keep it to yourself because you're going to drive somebody crazy if you try to start talking to this, and I do not want them to call me. With that said, this has been Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Thank you to my guest, America. I love you, Julia. Cue up the music. Uh, this week we're going to run uh, a rerun of Michael Baisden's interview on Wednesday, which I think definitely should follow this show. And I will be back with you guys on next Sunday. So I love you, and you guys have an awesome week. Good night.